0: showing for
1: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to uh, Penny for Your Thoughts. I'm Jim Turpin. I'll be here for just an hour today. We have an hour of open line, then it'll be time for On the Money. The folks from uh, Rudy Wealth Management come in uh, twice a month, and this is one of those days. So we have between now and 10 o'clock to take your calls and your text messages and talk about... uh, Whatever is in the news or whatever you would like to talk about. Do a little of both, probably. We're at three five six nine three nine seven. 9397 The Castle Heating and the Cooling text line is three five one five 5357 80 years of broadcasting here at WDWS. Got a sign out front. Got some old uh, radio equipment from I don't know what years. Sitting out there, if you come out to the station, you can uh, take a look. Just a few items, some old uh, clippings and uh, that kind of thing. Tim Bittman from our news uh, department has uh, put a lot of interesting stuff together. Maybe you've seen things on Facebook, pictures and so on. But uh, it's uh, a long, long time. Eighty started in 1937. And Ed is up first this morning. Good morning, Ed.
2: Good morning,
0: Jim. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. I'm calling about the home delivery of the News Gazette. We live in Monticello, and we've been getting it for 15 years. And we usually get it in the weekdays before 7 or earlier. On Sundays, at 7 or earlier. We're early risers, so we like to read it. Anyhow, now we're getting it an hour to two hours late. And the thing I'd like to emphasize is we've had the same man delivering our newspaper for 15 years, and it is not the newspaper delivery person that is the blame for the late. It's the printing that's coming from Peoria. Um, I think the newspaper should uh, print an apology for the late newspaper and not take the blame away from the delivery people. I can't imagine what it's going to be like in the winter time with snow and ice trying to get the paper here.
2: So
1: that's a good uh, topic, and uh, I think, uh, have you, uh, by the way, if I were you, I'd, uh, I'd uh, call somebody down at the New- News Gazette and uh, talk to them about it if you haven't already.
0: Nope, that's going to be my next call.
1: Okay, <laughs> yeah, no, I think you should, and uh, I uh, remember talking to uh, John Reed about that shortly after they uh, started, and he said it had been going uh, well, and they hadn't had... Uh, uh, complaints about it, and maybe now is uh, is the time. I, I I don't know anything about it. I obviously know that uh, the paper is being uh, printed in uh, Peoria, and they truck. I guess they truck them over here. I, I'm really uh, in the dark about how that how that all works, but uh, I can see your point, right. And if I were you, I'd uh, get in touch with somebody at the Gazette and talk to him about it.
0: I plan to do that, but I just wanted to make sure that people know it's not the delivery person's. Oh, problem. sure.
1: Yeah. Well, don't. I. I hope that most people uh, uh, know that. Although, I'll tell you what happened to me one uh, Sunday morning. <laughs> I went out to yeah. get my paper, and I got only the uh, inserts. And I said, "This is very strange." And I called up the the News Gazette, and they were very. Uh, they had people on duty there Sunday morning for people just like me. And I said, "Well, I." I got just the inserts, and uh, they said, yeah, "Yeah, you and everybody else on your route." And I couldn't believe it. And uh, yeah. so the the carrier had uh, made the entire route and delivered only the inserts.
0: Yes, I believe it. Well, <laughs> well, I appreciate I appreciate your call, and hopefully they can correct the problem.
1: All right, thank you. Appreciate your thank call. Well, you. uh, I know the Gazette would uh, be. Uh, Happy to uh, to find out how this is working, and uh, if you have complaints, uh, you should uh, tell them. Nine o nine. Let's take our first break here. I'll come back and give you some headlines, and we'll continue on, but only for an hour this morning. So if you have something you would like to talk about, uh, just let me know. Three five six nine three nine seven. The Castle Heating and the Cooling text line is three five one five three five seven. Here are the headlines in the uh, local uh, news this morning, or at least uh, some of them. Man found uh, dead hanging in the President's uh, Covenant Hospital Emergency Center. The new U of I Cancer Center is committed to fight, bringing together more than 90 faculty members plus several other graduate and postdoc researchers price tag for the new Football Performance Center now has a price tag of uh, $79.2 million. Jim Dye asks in today's News Gazette, What, if anything, is going to be done to boost Illinois' sluggish economy? We have a budget now, but uh, what's next? Tomorrow we're going to talk to uh, Jim Nolan a little bit about that, see what he thinks. A lot of people are wondering. Okay, we got a budget, but uh, well, where's the money going? Well, what's happening? What's what's going to be next? Di says the politicians did a lot of talking while taxing us. And in Chicago, the Reverend Jesse Jackson jumps into the debate about Ivanka's uh, G20 role. In the meantime, he continues to advocate for former NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick. In Texas, a teenage girl dies from using her cell phone while taking a bath. The 14-year-old was electrocuted. They don't know exactly how. It's either when she plugged her phone in while in the tub, or it was already plugged in and she grabbed the phone as it was being charged. That's a sad, sad story. FBI seeking answers in marine aircraft disaster killed at least 16 down in Mississippi yesterday. And a United States soldier based in Hawaii has been accused of trying to give ISIS classified documents and a drone. New York Times reported last night that Donald Trump Jr. was told before a June 2016 meeting The information he thought he was getting would be damaging information about Hillary Clinton, but he was told the source of the information was the Russian government. So the beat goes on there, doesn't it? In sports, a spectacular home run hitting derby last night with Yankee rookie outfielder Aaron Judge the winner. He not only won the contest, but hit some of the longest homers uh, ever seen in these derbies. He, of course, leads the majors in homers now with 30 at the all-star break. And in a tennis, Rafael Nadal was upset by Gilles Muller in five sets. They played for four hours and 48 minutes. Five hour, Four hours and 48 minutes. Final set was fifteen thirteen. Most of the tournaments, you get to the fifth set, they when you get to be, to be tied, they'll play a tiebreaker, but uh, that's not what happens in in the majors, in the big ones. And the top-seeded uh, woman Angelique Kerber lost to American Coco Vandeweghe. Uh, Coco Vandeweghe beat uh, Caroline Wozniacki of uh, Denmark didn't read that very well, Kerber lost to someone else, and Vanderwey beat Wozniacki. So what's going on with you today? We're uh, ready for your calls. We only have until 10 o'clock this morning. Maybe this is uh, July. It's at a lazy, hazy summer, and uh, nothing controversial or anything like that crosses your mind. That's okay, too. You can Relax if you like, uh, if you have something that uh, you want to know more about, something pressing, give us a call and we'll give it a try. If we don't know, we'll try to find out for you. One thing we know for sure is that the FACER Law Office has issued an invitation to you to attend their free seminar, The Seven Secrets You Need to Know to Protect Your Home, Your Assets, and Your Family from the Cost of Long-Term Care. Learn about the law that completely changes the rules and much more Wednesday, July the 12th at one thirty, at the I Hotel. Call the Facer Law Office at 337-1111 to reserve your spot. This is free. You need to let them know you're coming, though. 337-1111. Ask about the book co-authored by Elder Law Attorney Thorpe Facer, Protect Your Family, don't write a blank check to the nursing home. Well, it's uh, quite a uh, story this morning about uh, the man found dead in the emergency uh, center. He was in one of the rooms there, uh, apparently. I'm not familiar with uh, how that uh, uh, center is uh, laid out, but evidently they have uh, uh, rooms. It said he was found hanging from a bed sheet In the emergency department, he's a 38-year-old man who was pronounced dead in the hospital's department about 12-12 on Saturday, according to Champaign County Coroner Dwayne Northrup. The man was in one of the emergency department patient rooms, was found hanging from a door. Of course, they got him down and attempted to revive him before we were notified, he said. An autopsy was conducted on Monday. Northrop said uh, that, uh, in fact, uh, he said the police are looking into it. Lieutenant uh, Rich Searles said the death is being investigated as a suicide. The uh, health regional president and CEO, Dr. Jared Rogers, directed any questions uh, to Urbana police He says our thoughts and prayers are with the patient's uh, family and we are fully cooperating with the police investigation. It's not real unusual to hear about suicides, but it's uh, pretty unusual to hear about one that occurred in the emergency department of a hospital. 920, 78 degrees here at the radio center. If you have something on your mind, let me know. I need to take a quick break here. Coming right back. Jim Dye writes this morning in the News Gazette, the Pauls uh, did a lot of uh, talking while taxing. The budget battled in Springfield last week, produced a few wild days of legislative action. There was even some tension, although the outcome was never in doubt talks about uh, Michael Madigan had the situation well in hand and as a consequence got the $36.1 billion budget that he wanted along with $5 billion in higher personal and corporate income tax. But he goes on to say that's not the subject here. He wants to talk about people. In addition to the voting, there were some other highlights some legislators, most notably Republican State uh, Rep. Uh, Chad Hayes of Catlin, indicated that uh, they've had about all that they can stand, and they can't stand no more. He and others plan to say goodbye to the Springfield freak show and not run for re-election. That's too bad, because Hayes is a good guy, far better than Many of his colleagues, but it really doesn't matter all that much. For the most part, the Democratic and Republican legislative leaders run the show. He also talks about Bill Black, and I'll tell you what Bill had to say here in just a moment. Eric is next. Hi, Eric.
2: Oh, hello, Jim. On a humorous side, when they did the profile on the, the Bruno legal firm the other day, That one in the paper.
1: Yes, I did.
2: I, you know, they they both seem, they all seem to like beards and mustaches. However, Bruno the elder, I mean, it looks like you could have like three or four weeks worth of food trapped up in that mustache. I mean, it's like, my goodness, I wonder how that all works. Must be quite a bit (laughs) of uh, need uh, of care there to you know Mm -hmm. keep that up to speed. I would think. I just couldn't believe that, and I was like, "Wow!"
1: You saw that in um, the you saw that in the photograph, Eric.
2: Yeah, look at the how large. That, I mean, that thing's all over the place. I mean, well, <laughs>
1: he's, he's got a large he's uh, got a large mustache, that's for sure. But
2: uh, yeah, and I was like, man, we might have like a tall piece Swami up in there. Man. Oh come uh, on! Okay. Like. <laughs> <That's all for> <laughs> <that's> <laughs> well, oh,
1: well you got good eyes there, Eric. I uh, I saw that picture and uh, the picture of uh, Tom Bruno and his uh, sons and uh, nice little uh, story about their uh, law firm. And uh, here is an email uh, that I contacted J- John Reed after he was a guest on Penny a few months ago, and had just announced the new printing arrangements. I specifically asked him about delivery issues and if the paper would still be delivered by 6 a.m. on weekdays and 7 a.m. on weekends, especially when inclement weather plays a role. His reply was that all papers would be delivered even a day or so late. There would be no credit due to late delivery. I don't remember him saying that. His reply was that all papers would be delivered. Oh, well, I guess if some big snowstorm or something had stopped it, they'd be delivered even if it was a day or so late. Did he, is that what he's talking about? Well, I don't know. Our, our first uh, caller this morning was uh, concerned about the fact that uh, some people may be uh, blaming the uh, carrier. And it's. Uh, in many, in most instances, it would not be the the carrier's fault," he said. So he's getting his paper uh, an hour or so later than he did before, and uh, whether it's because it's now being printed in Peoria or what, I don't know. But uh, I'm I'm glad that uh, people are calling the Gazette, and uh, I I know that they have said that, and uh, they they do believe that the way you work out any problems, if you have them, is to talk about them. So uh, let them know if uh, your paper is uh, a lot later than it used to be, and it is on a consistent basis, and uh, and see what they say. It's uh, 928, 78 degrees at the Radio Center. Di goes on to write uh, this morning, even more surprising was former State uh, Rep. Uh, Bill Black's announcement that he's so fired up by the fireworks in the General Assembly that he's thinking of running for the legislative seat that he vacated and Hayes filled. Conceding that he's an old man, Black acknowledged he has some has had some health issues, including kidney disease. He said I'd feel better about it if it was caused by excessive drinking, but it wasn't. Still Still, Black said he feels strong enough and experienced enough to go back there and raise a little hell for a term or two. That's the kind of people we need, Black said, who has served on the Danville City Council and the Danville Area Community College Board since leaving the House. Maybe so, at least Black would be entertaining his booming objections to Democratic parliamentary tactics while a member of the Republican House leadership are the stuff of legend. Black wasn't the only legislator or former legislator drawing attention for his lively quotes given inside and outside the legislative chambers. And uh, the column, which is uh, quite lengthy and very, very interesting, is uh, too long for me to go into, but that's uh, the beginning of it anyway about the politicians doing a lot of talking uh, while doing a lot of taxing, taxing of us, of course. Nine thirty. Brian Barnard has the news headlines. I'll be back with more open line here on penny just until 10 o'clock this morning. Remember, and then it'll be time for on the money. Here's Brian. We're back on uh, penny for your thoughts. Uh, the weather is a is a problem. Once again, a severe thunderstorm warning remains in effect until 10 o'clock uh, this morning for eastern Logan, DeWitt, and northern Macon counties. At uh, 910, a severe thunderstorm is located over Chestnut, or 11 miles southeast of Lincoln, moving east at 40 miles an hour. National Weather Service in Lincoln has issued a severe thunderstorm warning for northwestern Coles County, northern Moultrie County, Pyatt County, southeastern DeWitt County, southern Champaign County, Douglas County, and eastern Macon County. National Weather Service in Lincoln issuing a severe thunderstorm warning for those areas. And as new information uh, comes in, we will continue to bring it to you as quickly as we get it. And those that I just gave you go until 10.30 this morning. And at 9.33, a severe thunderstorm is located near Cerro Gordo, where nine miles Northeast of Decatur, moving east at 55 miles per hour. We'll continue to uh, keep our eyes on that and uh, the National Weather Service providing good information as usual, and we will pass it along to you. The Reverend uh, Jesse Jackson, boy, we haven't talked about him for a long time. What's he been doing? He's an experienced international diplomat and the father to a namesake politician's son. And he hasn't been above helping his own children in their careers. But Jackson thinks President Donald Trump made a mistake by using his daughter, Ivanka Trump, as a proxy at the G20 summit last week. Jackson said, I think he's beyond his competency zone. He said that he told Chicago Inc. that after a visit yesterday with the Chicago Tribune editorial board. So far as he has a radical disregard for protocol, and no one has challenged him on that. Jackson, who has a long record of springing American hostages from foreign regimes, put part of the blame for allowing Ivanka Trump to sit alongside international leaders in the president's chair on Trump's staff, who he said he should know the protocol and should be more willing to stand up to the president. The White House didn't respond to a request for a comment later in the day. The 75-year-old preacher will be in the spotlight this week, as he hosts a bevy of national stars of progressive politics at the Chicago Convention of his Rainbow Push organization. They will include uh, U.S. Senators uh, Bernie uh, Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, U.S. uh, Rep. uh, Maxine uh, Waters, who will honor soul legend Aretha Franklin for her lifetime commitment to the civil rights struggle. Jackson said he is keen to make contact with shunned former San Francisco 49ers Super Bowl quarterback Colin Kaepernick, who has been unable to find an NFL team following his protests about police brutality and racial inequality. Asked whether the Chicago Bears should have signed Kaepernick instead of uh, the players they did sign, Jackson instead focused on the league as a whole. He said, we're trying to reach Kaepernick because for the league to whiteball him is unfair. There are not 32 quarterbacks out there better than Kaepernick. His record speaks for itself, and the owners should recognize that. So, uh, Reverend Jackson is uh, involved in a lot of things. I've Always wondered exactly what uh, his organization uh, did, how they raised their money, and so forth. But uh, I don't uh, don't really know. But he's kept it uh, going for a long time. He is now seventy-five years old. A couple things on his uh, mind this morning. We're at three five six nine three nine seven. You can text us at three five one five three five seven. I want to talk to you about uh, Chad Ebert. Chad is the president, the man that runs Precision Painting. His goal is to earn your letter of recommendation. They now have more than 200 local letters of recommendation. And Precision Painting has, 50, has won 50 Angie's List Reviews, A-rated the recipient of the Super Service Award for the last two years from Angie's List. So this is, of course, the time of year thinking about outdoor painting or deck refinishing. They're really experts at uh, getting your deck back to pristine condition. I had them do that for me uh, a few years ago now, but they come out there and you think, okay, they're just going to, you know, they'll put some stain on there and that'll be it, but They power wash, they repair boards, they stain, they fix the nail pops, everything you need to have a beautiful deck, and uh, they can do it. It's uh, exterior painting you need, okay. Precision painting uses only the finest paint available, as stated by a leading consumer magazine. On average, homeowners need to paint their houses every 7 to 10 years, and don't you want to have it done right? Well, they have the expertise and the experience to do it just right. Stress urgency when you call them. Say, we need it now, and uh, see how their schedule is. It fills up very rapidly, but they have some bookings for outside work. Just talked to them recently about this. If you want the best, call Precision Painting. Still some available times. You need to contact them right away. I assure you they are competitively priced, and they require just a 10% down. They're confident you'll be happy. Contact Chad Ebert. He's at 384-7590. 384-7590. Precision painting. Quality calls for precision. You can go to their website. It's www.yprecision.com. That's W-H-Y-P-R-E-C-I-S-I-O-N dot com. A severe thunderstorm warning is in effect for portions of our listening area until 1030 this morning. Included are southern Champaign County, northwestern Coles County, northern Moultrie County, Pyatt County, southeastern DeWitt County, Douglas County, and eastern Macon. At 9.33, a severe thunderstorm was located near Cerro Gordo, or 9 miles northeast of Decatur, moving east at 55 miles per hour, 60 miles per hour wind gusts were also recorded. 9.44, will pass along any more information as it becomes available. Well, this a terrible story down in uh, Texas you wouldn't i don't think i've ever heard of I've heard of people being in the bathtub and getting a hold of something electric and getting electrocuted but a texas teen died sunday because she was using her cell phone in a bathtub her name was Madison Cole 14 years old electrocuted taking a bath at her father's home in Lovington, New Mexico. Valadez told the radio station there that the accident was caused either when she plugged in her phone while in the bathtub or grabbing the phone as it was being charged. The 14-year-old, who is from uh, Lubbock, Texas, had recently graduated from 8th grade at the Terra Vista uh, Middle School. It is with... Heavy hearts that Friendship Independent School District mourns the loss of Madison Cole. We wish to share our heartfelt sympathy with her family and friends as we carry the burden of this tragedy together, according to district officials. He said that in a statement. And uh, Brian was talking about this uh, just a little bit ago on the news, but this Marine aircraft uh, disaster. FBI is seeking answers that usually means uh, well was this a uh, an accident or did somebody do something to cause this to happen they've joined local and state agencies to investigate what caused a US military plane to corkscrew out of the sky and into a mississippi field on a monday killing at least 16 a KC-130 used as a refueling tanker, quote, experienced a mishap, unquote, when it spiraled down about 4 o'clock in the afternoon in a soybean field. This is about 85 miles north of Jackson, according to the Marine Corps. The aircraft's debris was scattered in a radius of about 5 miles. The four-county sheriff, Ricky Banks, told the Associated Press that officials were continuing to look for possible survivors. Banks earlier told the Greenwood Commonwealth 16 people were believed to have been on board but would not confirm that information to the AP. Said they were still searching the area. It's hard to find bodies in the dark. The Marine Corps said it operated the plane but has provided no information on where the flight originated or where it was going. Alan Hammonds, an official at the Greenwood Airport, said that the aircraft suffered a structural failure at 20,000 feet. The newspaper there, the Clarion Ledger, reported the plane departed from the Naval Support Activity Mid-South Base in Millington, Tennessee. An intense fire fed by the jet fuel hampered firefighters, causing them to turn to unmanned devices in an attempt to control the flames, according to authorities, there were several high intensity uh, explosions Marine aircraft disaster down in Mississippi, and a uh, Texas came in. I heard your discussion about the news Gazette, but I cannot call. I have not had a weekly a weekday paper delivered before 6.30 in three weeks. I have called the newspaper at least 11 times in this period, but the complaint falls on deaf ears. I am currently waiting for a return call from the director of circulation, but I doubt that uh, she calls me back. If the local paper is dying, it is of a self inflicted wound. So another uh, Complaint about, the pay. I don't know what time uh, this person expects to get the papers, said, uh, I've not had a weekday paper delivered before 6.30 a.m. Let's see, this one uh, email said that John Reed had said on this program that the paper would be delivered by 6 a.m. on weekdays, 7 a.m. on weekends. So, I don't know what to tell you. i am tell you what I told you before, is that I have no answers uh, for you. I have, if uh, the Gazette wants to tell me something to tell you, I can do that. But uh, the best thing to do is call the Gazette. But you said you have called 11 times in three weeks, and uh, nothing has happened. It's uh, 9.50. We take this uh, final break, and then we'll have another five, six minutes to go up until the top of the hour with an open line. Then the news to be followed by On the Money here on DWS. Coming right back. Nine fifty-three, seventy 70 degrees here at the radio center and uh, a lot of weather in the area. And we'll continue to... Uh, to follow it, of course, and to pass it along to you as soon as we get it. Right at the moment, a severe thunderstorm warning is in effect for portions of our listening area. This is until uh, 10.30 this morning. Uh, Champaign County, uh, Southern Champaign County, Northwestern Coles County, Northern Moultrie County, Pyatt County, Northeastern DeWitt County, Douglas County, and Eastern Macon. 9.33 this morning, a severe thunderstorm was located near Cerro Gordo, or 9 miles southeast of Decatur. I'm sorry, northeast of Decatur, moving east at 55 miles per hour, 60 miles per hour wind gusts were recorded as well. Well, did you see that uh, Governor Christie, uh, after having that very flattering uh, picture of him uh, taken uh, sitting in a chair out on the beach, is now filling in as a sports talk radio host? Yeah, everybody trying to get into the act. It looks uh, like uh, his political career will be over. His second term ends in uh, January. He might be eyeing a new career in sports talk radio. About that. Christie has appeared as a guest on New York's uh, WFan sports station before, but yesterday began a week filling in for uh, host Mike um, Francesa. And uh, some of the callers didn't want to talk about sports and instead blasted Christie, whose job approval in the state is a dismal 15%. But true to form, Christie didn't hesitate to fire back calling one man a bum who slammed him for going with his family to a New Jersey beach over the Fourth of July weekend, uh, a beach that was closed to the public because of a government shutdown, and saying to another who disparaged his support of President Trump, I'm enormously relieved we don't have a criminal in the White House like Hillary Clinton. That was the reply from Christie. But while... He, Christie, has the personality for the gig. Some wondered whether he'd be enough of a draw for the station to hire him. The New York Post sports columnist uh, Mike Vaccaro told Politico, the ratings would be great for a week, maybe two weeks, but New Yorkers won't turn into a novelty act. Christie was once a rising star in the Republican Party, many thought could win the presidency. But his fortune started to fall with the George Washington Bridge scandal, and then the 2016 presidential campaign went nowhere, and his approval plummeted in New Jersey to record lows, not helped by his backing of Trump, who isn't popular in the state. A new survey has found that a big reversal, for the worse, is how how Republicans feel about college. It's happened in a very short period of time. The Pew Research Center, this is a poll that was out yesterday, found that just 36% of Republicans believe that colleges and universities have a positive impact on the country, compared to 72% of Democrats and 55% of the overall population. While Democrats' view of higher education has been stable in recent years, Republicans' opinion of colleges and universities has dropped by nearly 45% in just two years since 2015. The survey also found political divides on other issues, with Republicans more likely to support banks and religious institutions, and Democrats more supportive of labor unions. The biggest difference was the view of the media. Forty-four percent of Democrats saying the media have a positive influence on the country, to just ten percent of Republicans. Maybe that has something to do with uh, the attack on the media by the uh, the current president. Would you think? <laughs> I don't remember a time in our history when the media has been uh right in the middle of so many controversies as as uh, they have been in the last uh, last few months or years pretty amazing every day is a new story about about the media and let's see uh, what else uh, we haven't talked about young trump and uh, this meeting that he had. Uh, He was expecting to to get some information on Clinton, and he didn't know he was told. He didn't know that it was uh, coming from Russia, but the New York Times have been all over this uh, story since the beginning and been called uh, with having fake news by lots of uh, different people, including the president. New York Times reported last night that Donald Trump Jr. was told before a June 2016 meeting he thought he was going to get some damaging information about Hillary Clinton that the source of the information was the Russian government. The meeting involving President Trump's oldest son and a Russian lawyer linked to the Kremlin that took place after his father had clinched the Republican nomination has been reported on in recent days. Trump Jr. acknowledged earlier yesterday he had agreed to the meeting hoping to get information about then-presumptive Democratic nominee Clinton. The Times report said that Trump Jr. was told the Russian government was behind the Clinton information in an email from music publicist Robert Goldstone. our time is up this morning. We'll have an open line to begin the uh, show tomorrow. Then we'll visit with uh, Jim Nolan. He's the political guru over in uh, Springfield, writes uh, columns that frequently appear in the News Gazette, one in there this morning, as a matter of fact. All this coming your way on DWS in Champaign-Urbana.